Today's episode is brought to you by Southern State's 32% Sinking Fish Feed. This feed has been specifically formulated to supplement the natural food in the farm pond during the winter months when aggressive feeding activity is reduced. On today's show, we have Jackson Swisher from Lake City, Florida, who just this past weekend became the Florida Bass Nation High School Champion, along with fellow CHS Bassmaster Seth Slanker. Thank you for jumping on with us and talking with us today, Jackson. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. Now, tell me what this this win means to you, and what kind of preparations does it take to get ready for an event like this? Well, you know, this is what I've been looking forward to the four years I've been fishing in high school was to actually win the state championship and what me and Seth did was we went ahead and uh pre-fished all week long we, we went Monday morning fished from daylight to dark every single day just scanning looking for some unique places where the bass would live and then we just decided that uh we were going to stick to offshore fishing and we ended up finding some pretty good ones out there and that's that was the key to our win okay now do you and Seth fish together a lot we do just about every tournament I fish, high school or just just a afternoon tournament. We always fish together. Okay, and now what do you all call? It? Is it like a team that you're all on, on or is it like what's the terminology for that? Well, uh, we call it a team, but others might call it a club. But I consider it a team. Okay, and then the, I mean the whole CHS Bassmasters went, or was it just you and Seth? It was just me and Seth. We we uh, we won it, and then another team from uh, Columbia High School, finished second. And th- we were competing against every single high schooler in the state of Florida. Okay. And then how important is it to fish with somebody like Seth? I mean, I'm assuming you guys are pretty good, obviously, because you won. But, I mean, what's the importance of having somebody who has that skill level like Seth or whoever you choose? So it's important to have that because you want to have someone that will, like, help contribute to pre-fishing and – uh help catch some fish and uh that's just you it's the it's key to have a, a good partner like him so we, we work together well and uh if i'm having a bad day he'll pick up my slack if i'm having a bad day mm-hmm. uh, either way okay now i don't know a lot about fishing but i have been hearing about jackson and his fishing skills for like the past eight years because he's good buddies with my boss at central states harry smith and harry was actually your captain this past weekend correct Yes, he was our captain. He actually let us stay in his house on Lake Seminole mm-hmm. all week, and uh, yeah, he was our captain. Okay, now tell me how that works. I mean, do you have to choose a, like a specific person? Do they have to have like any kind of certification, or how does that work for these events? So a captain can be anybody that's uh, graduated high school. So um, there's no really requirements. Just you got to be graduated from high school and got to have a a boater's license, and then they're good to go. Now, what made you pick Harry over somebody else? Well, I picked Harry over over my dad or anybody else because <laughs> Harry, he was just more familiar. He was more familiar with the lake. And Lake Seminole is a lake that you want to have someone that knows what they're doing. That place is just it's, – it's a stump field. There's stumps everywhere you go. Um, if you mess up, get out the channel, you can lose your whole lower unit, like – my partner says he actually lost his whole entire lower unit off his boat uh, the second day of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, it, my sister and his sister fished with his dad, and they hit a stump and lost their whole entire lower unit. So that, that's why I picked Harry. 
Okay. Now you said that you were um, fishing and preparing for this event like the whole week before. Did you, I don't, I didn't hear this part, but were you on Lake Seminole when you were doing that? Yes. We, we fished Lake Seminole the whole entire week before the tournament. Now were there, were there other teams out there doing the same thing or was it just you guys? Um, there was a few other teams. Um, I'm not really sure who else was, was there. I do know that uh, Ty Jackson that finished second, mm-hmm. he actually stayed with me and he pre with me all week. So we definitely did our homework for Lake Seminole that week. Mm-hmm. Now, how many other people were you competing against at this event? We were competing against uh, 130 other teams, so 260 other high schoolers. Okay, and then was it only high school teams doing this, or are there divisions? So there's a high school division where it's from ninth grade to twelfth grade, and there's also a junior division from um, just from elementary school to eighth grade, and uh, so th- there's the two divisions right there. Okay, now explain to me how the actual competition works. I mean, is it who gets the biggest bass? I mean, I'm completely ignorant when it comes to this kind of stuff, so I have no idea how it works. So you you catch you weigh in your five biggest bass. Mm-hmm. So you can go out there and you can catch five little tiny twelve inch bass. And throughout the day, if you catch a bigger one, you're you're culling. So you're throwing out the smaller ones and putting the bigger ones in. Mm-hmm. So so the two day tournament, um, we weighed in five fish on the first day and five fish on the second day. And they take your your two best or your two days and combine them together. Okay. And can you win money at these? Um, we actually win scholarship funds in the high school stuff. Um, we're not really allowed to win actually actual money mm-hmm. because it's a high school tournament, but it's scholarship funds for our college. Okay. Now, what about like when you get older and there's competitions for people who are out of high school? I mean, what, what can you win or what's the biggest thing you can win as a competitive fisherman? I mean, you can win up to a million dollars in a tournament. Oh, wow. um, the Bassmaster Elite Series, like – they can win up their first place prize is a hundred grand every tournament. So um, when, once you get the bigger tournaments, that's that's when you start getting the, the really big payouts. Right, that's really cool. Now, how old were you when you started fishing? I think I was probably around four whenever I first started fishing. Um, I actually didn't start bass fishing till I was probably ten or twelve. I always just saltwater fish because mm-hmm. we had a house on the coast and i didn't really even start tournament fishing till i was probably in eighth grade so this this high school stuff when i first started was all new to me like i had i had to i had to learn everything on my own i didn't really my dad was a saltwater guy so we both learned we didn't really have anybody to show us mm-hmm. i mean what made you change you, your mind from just you know kind of fishing as a hobby to wanting to do it competitively and being on the chs Bassmaster team and that kind of stuff well, it was my passion, and I knew that if, if I if I put everything I had, I could I could try and make something. I, I could try and go to the next level with it, and that's what really made me go for the the tournament fishing. Was I, I just I thought for sure I could make myself go to the next level if I put everything I had into it. Right. And what are your plans later on with this? Are you wanting to kind of do this professionally one day, or what are your goals and stuff with it? Well, next year I'm actually going to fish on the on a college fishing team. So I'll be competing against all the other colleges mm-hmm. in the United States, and then I'm just going to play it by ear and see. Um, I'm going I'm to fish the Bassmaster Opens, which is how you qualify to become a, a elite series pro. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go that route 
and then I'll just have to see what happens. Right. Now, will Seth be going to the same college as you? Yes. We're, uh, we're going to Florida Gateway College in Lake City. Mm-hmm. Um, they just started a fishing team, and we're going to be uh, fishing partners at the college. Oh, very cool. Okay, so is there a lot of colleges in Florida that have these teams? Um, I'm not 100% sure how many. I do know there's five or six I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but I, there's a lot of colleges, just like Florida Gateway, that's just getting started up with fishing. So you, you wouldn't really hear about them until they actually become a team. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, with these competitions, is the one, only ones that you go to, ones that you're kind of involved with the school, or are there ones that aren't associated with schools, if that makes any sense? Like independently yeah. you go. Yeah, I mean, uh, me and Seth, we actually fish. There's like a, a Wednesday night tournament on the on the Swanee River, and there's there's afternoon tournaments um, on the uh, on different lakes around here, and we and we compete against other adults. Like there's no other high schoolers. Just me and Seth just go out there and compete against all the adults. Mm-hmm. All the big tournaments on the Swanee River, we compete against the adults, and uh, so yeah, we fish every tournament we can, um, which is usually a lot. Now, is it harder to go to the ones with all the adults than it is the ones for the high school? Um, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> it, it just depends. Um, we've we've actually, I think we've probably won more fishing against the adults than we have against the high schoolers. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just depends on the time of year and where we go. Right. Um, now, what's the what? I mean, what kind of stuff can you win at these other events? The ones that aren't like based for the high schools. Well, they, they pay out um, money, so usually it just depends on the amount of boats they'll pay out. Um, they do, they have like a percentage-wise, first place, second place, all the way down to however many boats that they decide they want to pay out. Mm-hmm. And now what do you think, what can help somebody go from being just going fishing as a hobby to actually being competitive? Like what does somebody need to learn to be able to do that or just I mean you can say just a few things or just like the most important things you have to start learning that's different from, I mean from hobby to competitive fishing so you got to go out on the, on the lake and start doing some homework start practicing a bunch of different techniques um, once you master several techniques like fishing up shallow fishing the bank mm-hmm. then you're going to want to expand into looking for offshore structure whether it's brush piles offshore hydrilla um, shell bars Mm-hmm. anything like that you're just gonna have to expand and uh that's just what I, that's just how we did it um that's how we became successful okay now you said that they do have fishing clubs in middle school correct they do um so it's, you'll basically get on your on the high school fishing team mm-hmm. but you just won't compete against the high schoolers there's another division the mm-hmm. junior division that you'll fish in mm-hmm Okay, so do you have to know what you're doing to get on these teams, or if you just want to, you know, start learning how to be competitive? Can't talk. If you want to learn how to um, fish competitively, can you just get on these teams and they teach you, or do you kind of need to know what you're doing before you get on these teams? Well, I mean, you kind of need to know what you're doing, but there's no like tryouts or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. just if if you want to go fish on the high school or the junior division, you can just go fish them and just start learning as you fish, that's probably the best way you can do it, just learning from your mistakes and stuff like that. Right. Now, do y'all have a coach on this team? Well, kind of. He, we call him our coach. He's My dad's actually the one that started the team, so he's 
he's kind of the one that sets up our meetings and our our own club tournaments and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. we don't really have – it's not like a, like a baseball team where you would actually have, like, practice or anything like that. You just have to do that on your own. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Um, okay. So for those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time and you don't know me – um, I barrel race professionally, so I might not know anything about fishing, but I do know some stuff about horses and rodeos. Um, so before the show, I actually asked, I asked Jackson if he'd come up with five terms about fishing that I probably wouldn't know them or it'd be funny for me to try to guess. Um, and then I came up with five things about barrel racing that I want him to guess. So this is just a fun game I wanted to play before we got off of here. So do you have your five things still? I do. Okay. I want you to pick one first, and then we'll just go back and forth, okay? All right. Okay, uh, a wacky rig. A wacky rig. Okay, if I had to guess, I would say it would probably be like, um, the th- <laughs> this is so funny because I don't know nothing. Like when you throw the little bait thing in, it might have like little, I don't know, uh, like little fringe things hanging off of it. <laughs> That's the closest thing I can think of. <laughs> Um, that, no, that's, that's not <laughs> What is this? So it's basically when you just take like a, like a, a worm, like a, a rubber worm, and you just hook it in the middle, mm-hmm. and that's, that's, that's called a wacky rig. Okay, so I was close. It was something that you throw in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were close. That's so, okay, it's my turn now. You ready? Alright. Okay, this term is make a pocket. Make, um... Uh, I don't know. Maybe shoot the gap in between barrel. <laughs> that's that's actually right. So you want to make sure you give your horse enough room around the barrel to be able to get around it. You might beat me on this one. Okay, your turn. All right, a uh, a drop shot. Drop shot. Oh my gosh, these are hard. Um, when you throw. <laughs> When you throw something into the water to make it like where your boat stays, like an anchor. Well, um, you're kind of, you're basically, you're anchoring your, your bait. So, so yeah, you're somewhat close. That's so funny. Okay, my turn. All right, cheaty. I'll use it in a sentence. That horse is cheaty. Cheat. Uh um, maybe like, I don't know, it, it messed up on something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so a cheaty horse is one that like hits barrels on purpose. Like you don't want a cheaty horse. Yeah, really, I said like it messes up. So yeah, it does mess up, but it messes up like, on purpose. <laughs> okay, your turn. Uh, flipping. Flipping. Oh my, I want to say just doing a flip off the boat, but I know that's not right. Ah, uh, flipping. Hmm. When a fish, when you're pulling it in, when it starts like flipping in the water. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you underhand like flip like a, a bait through like whether it's thick cover. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have so much to learn. This is hilarious. Okay. My turn. All right. 3D. That horse runs in the 3D. So, I guess that's uh, Division New Running. There you go. You are way better at this than I am. All right, your turn. Uh, spinnerbait. Spinnerbait. I, 
feel like these should be so obvious. I'm, I'm thinking that bait that you put in the water that spins, right? Yeah, it's, it's just a bait that's got that's got a spinner on it, so it's a spinner bait. Yeah, it, does it look like one of those spinner um, like rims on a car? <laughs> no? No, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, here's my last one. Caddy. That horse is really caddy. Um, is it? It's, it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> no, what caddy means is like when a horse like really kind of like hunts a barrel, like it really looks for them. So those are the horses that are going to like turn really tight around a barrel. <laughs> Did you have another one or was that the last one? That was the last one. Oh, that was fun. Well, I think it's safe to say that we both probably need to stick to what we're good at. But <laughs> once again, thank yes. you so much for getting on here and congratulations on your big win this weekend. And like I said, thank you for talking with us and have a great rest of your day, Jackson. All right. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.